Welcome to the Ideal Investor Show. This is the podcast where we help you challenge your mindset and discover where you are. Tired of stories about other people's success? We can help you change your life, determine your time freedom point and join us on the journey to financial success. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ideal Investor Show. Today I like to talk to you about dependability or something around, you know, like things that you can depend on and how that actually fits into our investing strategy. So I had a discussion recently in a forum where different people with lots of experience in residential real estate investing in all kinds of different directions were basically coming together to discuss a few issues that we encounter or that we have been encountering or that we're struggling with right now. And so one person raised uh, an interesting point that I wanted to share with you and give you my opinion. So the situation was that um, the person had actually recently bought a fourplex and within the fourplex it was all units were rented But two of the tenants had already indicated that they would be wanting to move out and move to some other place. And the investor wanted to renovate the units and obviously start with the ones that will be vacated. But the other two units are occupied by two elderly couples that have each been living in these other two units for like I think one he said was eight years and the other one was like more than 10 years or something like that. And as is often the case in this very long period of time, yes, they have increased the rent a little bit every year or every so often, but not like really from an investing point. So when he bought the property, that fourplex, the tenants had paid something like 350 dollars and $450 rent Uh, the two different couples and he actually wanted to bring up the property and make it all nicer and, and fix some of the issues that everybody knew needed to be fixing and while he was doing that he spoke to them and made them aware how much less than what is normal they were actually paying. So he said in our discussion that the normal rent would be about $650 to $700 per unit. So they were basically paying half. And they had a good conversation as he described it. And the, these two tenants be, uh, each agreed that they were having a really, really good deal. And they indicated to him that they would be able to increase the rent from what they were paying before to about $450 each. But that obviously is still quite a ways away from what he considered market level. And so the discussion was, what should he do? Should he keep the tenants and allow them to pay less or basically renovate the other two units, get those rented for market rate and then basically give them the opportunity to say, okay, well, you have like, I don't know, six months or something like that to find another place and then renovate the units after they've been vacated or what should he do? And as I started this um, episode for today, I said the title or part of the title is Dependability. And so our discussion revolved around what is the value 
of knowing that somebody is basically really happy with their place, that they've always paid, that they take good care of it, that they have been long-term tenants and that they now, after this investor bought the property, realize and, and actively admit it, yes, we had a very good deal with the previous owner. We know we need to come up a little bit, but uh, we can't afford, you know, if you were to raise it to 650 or 700 right now, then we couldn't afford it and we would have to leave and we don't even know where we would go because obviously they would have a hard time finding any place for like 400 or $450. So this issue of dependability, or in this case, this investor knows they always pay. They like the place. They keep it well. That dependability, knowing that you don't have to be worried that you don't get paid. You don't have to be worried that they basically destroy the place. You don't have to be worried that... Um, they don't recognize that you're basically giving them a break. That was one thing. Somebody said, well, but you're an investor, right? Now, number one, as an investor, you should really take a closer look. What is the situation? And he said, well, didn't you know that um, from the owner when you bought it, that these two tenants have been there for a very long time and they're very dependable, but their rent is very, very low. And he said, yeah, I knew this, but everywhere I go, I'm always told if you renovate a place, then you can raise the rent to market rate, right? And I said at that point, well, but how much value do you actually put to the fact that you don't have to worry about these two couples and these two units? And somebody else said, well, it's still a business. It's not a charity. And these are not your parents or grandparents and you don't really have to uh, give them a charitable rent. You should find a way. So here is what I think about this. Number one, as I've always, 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 always have said, is a really good, well-performing deal starts before you actually purchase it. You have to sit down and say, okay, these are the current numbers that I have. I will have two vacant units. I will have two occupied units. Here's the price that I pay. Here is what I have to assume. And I believe, that's what I said to him, you should have actually run your calculations to decide if you want to make this deal and buy this property, assuming that you couldn't increase the rent by any meaningful amount. The fact that they went from like the 300s to 450 is, if you think about it, a 50% increase in rent for these two couples. Right. So, yes, you can argue that they had a, an amazingly good deal. But if somebody comes to you and says increase the rent by 50 percent or if you were to go to market rate, that would have been a 100 percent increase. Almost nobody can handle that. So there was a, a little mistake or a big mistake, depending on how you look at it, by not really running the calculation with that assumption. But then the other thing that I believe is reasonable is not only to have to get them to agree to raise the rent like they did to 450 a month. But with the awareness that they're still about $200 or so below market rate, I would basically make an agreement with them to say, how about we increase the rent $20, $25 every year and slowly work our way. Now, there might be years where market rate keeps running away from us, but slowly over time, because there are always years where there is no increase in rent or in some cases even rents going down a little bit. So if the agreement is you can stay here for as long as you like, if you agree that we increase the rent by $25 year over year over year until we reach market rate. 
I think what you will accomplish is, on the one hand, a long-term relationship. $25 per year is probably something that they can handle. You would give them a very long-term um, perspective. You could potentially even go as far as saying, okay, let's do a five-year um, lease agreement with that stipulation. And the huge, huge benefit is that you will always know they will pay. And why? Because this dependability that you basically inherited with the purchase becomes a really good relationship. That long-term relationship will potentially raise your status as an owner and anybody who is considering moving into the other two units that you renovated and actually using for market rate, if they ever come across these couples, they will always praise for what you do. Now, one last thing. Why do I think this would be the approach that I would take if this were my circumstance and assuming my numbers had shown that I would still want to buy this property knowing all of that? The point that I want to make about this is that you have to look at what could be the alternative. If you look at the alternative and you come to the realization, okay, I get that these two couples out after I occupy the two units that have been cleared and renovated, then I renovate those two units and put completely unknown tenants in. These unknown tenants might damage your units. These unknown tenants might move in and after a month or two not pay. Or these unknown tenants might actually not like the unit and start damaging it. These unknown tenants may actually um, be squatters or whatever. They might constantly complain about stuff that needs to be repaired, even though they could do it themselves. So it's not only that, yes, you initially get maybe 150 or $200 more per month, and therefore you have a little bit more cushion to actually cover for any kind of maintenance, but your own time has a lot of value. I oftentimes challenge people when we're talking about what makes sense for you to do and what makes sense for property management to do or for any kind of other service provider you're working with. And most people say, if I ask them, what's the value of your time? They typically say, well, it's $50 to $100, some number in between there. Right. So if you imagine that every month there is a little bit of thing that these new tenants that you might get are complaining about, and it takes you one hour to deal with it, then $50 to $100 of that difference that you would get for the higher rent would be gone every month just to deal with it. right? Because that's the value of your time. That's not taking into account that something needs to be fixed and some kind of plumber or electrician or stuff needs to come. So then with that, it's not just the value of time that you're losing, but also the aggravation. I don't think anybody can put a value on that. But that's really the alternative, to have two or four units dependently well taken care of, dependently pay for, or renovate them, put people in that you don't know, and potentially have a huge amount of headaches and complaints and maybe destruction. That's why I think we need to value dependability of tenants, especially when they have proven that they like the place, that they are dependable, that they want to stay. That should have a significant value for you as well. And the long lesson out of this long story, or the lesson out of the long story is, the deal is made at the beginning. If the numbers work for you with these two units occupied at below market rent, make the deal. If the deal only works when you throw everybody out, renovate everything, and then put new tenants that you don't know into it, you have to consider 
if that is really the kind of risk that you want to take. Now, sometimes you have to, sometimes you buy a property that has nobody in it and then it's an automatic thing. But when you know these circumstances, I would always, if this were anybody in our Idea Wealth Core community coming with this scenario to me, I would say, run the numbers and see if they can work even when the tenants that you currently have in there in those two units remain at the current rate. So I hope this was helpful to you to understand the circumstance of every deal is a little different, but we really want to run the numbers with the circumstances as they are, like worst case, and make sure they work under those circumstances. If worst case then improves from there, things only get better. So value dependability is the message here. I hope that was interesting for you and there are many, many more discussions and topics like this. So if that triggered you, made you curious, please go to ideainvestorshow.com and find the button to book a call and let's have a conversation. If you have a scenario that you want to hear, you know, what would I do or what does the community I'm part of uh, suggest to do for that, please book a call and let's have a conversation. So that's it. Be well, stay safe and I'll talk to you tomorrow.